You're listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE or at midkansasonline.com. This is your chance to hear from the McPherson College coaches and student athletes each week during the sports year. The McPherson College Coaches Show is brought to you by JAR Performance Automotive, Alliance Agency, Next Tech Wireless, and Cheatham Construction. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Welcome into our McPherson College Coaches Show, the final McPherson College Coaches Show of the 2019 year, and then moving into 2020. After both these teams get a little bit of time off, the men will be for on the basketball side playing a couple more games before the break, but for the most part, McPherson College Athletics and McPherson College in general are slowing down here for the next couple of weeks. I'm Jim Joyner, and joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, it has been it has been a very fun fall for these McPherson College teams, and I was talking to somebody down at Bethel on Wednesday night and said, "Hey, you guys have had a pretty good fall so far," and they said, "Well, yeah, so have you guys," and I think that that's a good sign for Bulldog athletics. Yeah, and uh, you know, every sport it seems like has uh, uh, been exciting. You know, we covered some good stuff this fall. Uh, football was really good this fall compared to what it had been. Volleyball still very good. Uh, both soccer teams were very competitive, cross-country, you know, had some good runners. And then now you get into the uh, winter sports, basically the two winter sports. Uh, you know, both Bulldog teams were picked near the bottom in the preseason. Uh, they both go into Christmas 5-4 and four in the KCAC. Right. So they're right there in the playoff. Now, 5-4 and four gets you about 6th or 7th right now in the standings because the KCAC men's and women's basketball standings are very jumbled among about the first eight. But then you look at both of them, especially on the men. You look at the men, the bottom three teams, I think, are a combined 1-26 or 1-25. You got, you got it. You got Bethany. You got uh, – uh, Sterling's 0-8, Tabor's 0-9. Tabor's 0-9. I mean, who had ever thought that? You know, about seven years ago, those were the three best men's teams in the KCAC. You know, and you look at – you look at they have – you know, fall they have fallen off the bat. The Bulldogs, you know, uh, five and four. Uh, they were in third place before these last two games. Now they've dropped, I think, into like sixth or seventh somewhere around the there. Bulldog men are currently in eighth, and eighth, while the Bulldog women are seventh, eighth with a five and four record. Right. So, so that tells you the top eight are pretty good. Then on the women's side, uh, you look at that. Uh, the Bulldogs. That was a big win last night because uh, they entered the game with the same number of losses as Bethel. So Bethel falls to three and five. The Bulldogs go up to five and four. And uh, of course, the Bulldogs have not had that bye game yet. Last night it was Bethany on the bye. The Bethany men did not play. The Bethany women played four. Well, they went to Fort Hayes and and got thrashed in an exhibition game. It doesn't count on their record. But you know the KCAC basketball races have been very interesting. I think you look at the men's side. I don't think a lot of people had Bethel and Ottawa uh, jockeying at the top. They kind of figured Oklahoma Wesleyan and Southwestern. But uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan lost again last night. So Bethel and Ottawa at this point uh, are leading the way. But remember, I think they've played, what, eight games, eight conference games? Most teams have played eight or nine. So we only have like 16 to go. Yeah, that's And the right. never-ending, you know, I always call the NBA the never-ending basketball association. Well, this is the never-ending conference schedule, 24-game conference schedule. Pure insanity. The KCAC, the Kansas continuing to play a lot of basketball conference. That's right. Something like that. Yeah, and I really think after this year, I you know, I, I've talked – Andrew and Ealing and I have talked about it. Michael Schneider and I have talked about it. They've got to do something 
about playing 24 conference games. I, I still think if they would add one more school, you know, to get an even number, then you could have seven in the north, seven in the south. You play the other six teams two times. That's 12 games. You play the teams in the bottom once. That would be another seven games. That's 19 conference games. That's more than enough. It gives you scheduling flexibility. Teams can take trips, you know, before the regular season, during Christmas, you know, something like that. If they want to go to the Virgin Islands or Florida or like the Bulldogs are going to go to Arizona. That's right. Here, in fact, I think they are leaving today. That's right. Uh, for Arizona, so they're going out there and good for the, I'm glad they're going to Arizona. We got some Arizona guys on the team. Give them a chance to play before their family. Yeah, we, you mentioned that, and we'll talk with Coach Askelton about that here in just a little bit, as well as Coach Nichols. A little different show for us here this week, Steve. We don't have any student-athletes, and I just kind of wanted to wrap up what happened for these Bulldog basketball teams over the last couple of days since we have had a show. Remember that we had a show last Thursday when they beat Sterling with the women beating Sterling as well as the men. It was a sweep, and the women, of course, were the number one team of the conference, and were undefeated at the time. Both teams then were swept by Oklahoma Wesleyan last Saturday, and then last night, Wednesday night, down in North Newton, the Bulldog women ended up winning as they found a way to beat that very tough Bethel team, and they've got some great post players inside, and especially Abby Schmidt, who ended up with seven blocks in the game. They won 71-59, and then the Bulldog men lost last night at Bethel. Yeah, they did, but I, I want to go back to, we haven't had a show since the, you know, the Sterling game was played. We haven't had a show since then. And what a great win for the Bulldog women. Sterling entered the game number 16 in the country. Sterling had a 20-point lead right. midway through the third quarter. And the Bulldogs just flew by Sterling in the fourth quarter. Sterling uh, doesn't play a lot of players. I felt like the Bulldogs' depth really paid off in that game. And then in the men's game that night, the Bulldogs, uh, it was a little bit of a trap game because the Bulldogs were coming off a real uh, big win on Monday. And they had Oklahoma Wesleyan coming to town on Saturday. Uh, they got down double digits in that game, but uh, uh, they came back, ended up winning that game. And then, of course, Oklahoma Wesleyan on Saturday. Uh, I think the MAC women, that'll be a game they're going to be kind of kicking themselves. They had a 14-point lead in the third quarter. Oklahoma Wesleyan, very good women's basketball team. I'm not sure where they're at in the KCAC standings. I, I want to say they're 5-3 five and three or 6-3. 5-3. and 5-3 five and, five and three in the KCAC standings. The Bulldogs, of course, 5-4. and four, But if the Bulldogs hang on and win that game, that flips – you know, that flips those two teams in the standings. So th I know that's one that Coach Nichols was really – he was really disappointed in after the game because they played three really – two I should say two and a half just terrific quarters to go up 14 points and then a couple uh, tough calls toward the end of the game, one on uh, Kanaja Upchurch where it looked like she got fouled. She ended up, they ended up getting a foul and made a three-point play. Instead of the Bulldogs shooting to take the lead, they were down four, never quite recovered from that. So two losses then to uh, O.W., at the Sports Center on Saturday last night. You went down to Bethel. I did not make that trip, but a great win for the MAC women. Uh, you were, you know, texting me uh, throughout the game. That was a game the Bulldogs really had control of that game early. It got a little tight, but they never, I don't think, surrendered the lead from no. what you told me. And uh, Mason Mosley, what a breakout game for her last night. I wrote my story today. said, you know, she's the one that's supposed to get the ball to her teammates so they can score. Well, she can score too, and she's got a – you know, the ability to take it to the basket, even though she's not very tall, she uses her body well. 25 points for her. Brittany Roberts, her usual. 21 points, eight rebounds. Uh, had a real battle with Abby Schmidt, it sounds like, inside. And then the men's game, Bethel's men, of course, leading the KCAC with Ottawa. Just sounds like uh, great balance 
for Bethel. They got some yeah. dude. They got some guys that can play this year, and they got several guys back from last year. They got they got a lot of veterans on that team. So it was really two very experienced teams. It sounds like from uh, what you were telling me uh, about the last six minutes of the half, first half, really decided that game because it was pretty close until then. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk with Bulldog women's basketball coach Josh Nichols, and then we'll take another break and hear from Bulldog men's basketball coach T.J. Askeldson. This is the McPherson College Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE. We now start off our McPherson College Coaches Show tonight with women's basketball coach Josh Nichols after the team's win over Bethel on Wednesday night. Well, nice win going into the break, 71-59 on the road at Bethel tonight, and this was a team that wanted to try and be physical with you inside, and Brittany Roberts had a hard time in scoring at times because Abby Schmidt was a great defender tonight and I think ended up with 8 or 10 blocks in the game, but you found a way to lock them down defensively, hold them to 59 points, a lot of those coming late in the fourth quarter. This was a nice win for your team going into the break yeah I thought defensively um you know maybe maybe the one of the top performances we had you know holding their two top players under double digits uh scoring forcing them to uh, find other people to kind of keep them in the game and even when they made shots they cut us a uh you know two or four really wasn't worried I just didn't you know I mean I just didn't think they could keep making shots um and you know Brittany Brittany kind of takes this game personal um you know Ab- Abby and, and uh, Brittany are both juniors and you know, Abby's been getting all the accolades since she was a freshman, and Brittany thinks she deserves a little bit more, too. One player that I thought was really good for you tonight was Mason Mosley, a career-high 25 points. And when Brittany got into a little foul trouble and had to go to the bench there to start the second half, it was Mason that was taking over. She ended up getting to the free-throw line, well, a ton down the stretch, and she was able to convert, make Bethel pay. And I thought that that was her best game this year, obviously in terms of points, but I thought she was just in control tonight. Yeah, you know, if you'd have told me... Um, middle of the summer, I'm going to lose my senior point guard. It's been with me for three years, and I'm going to replace it with a, a sophomore that I didn't recruit, and she was going to play like she has this year and then have the performance she was tonight. I, I, I would have said, no, nope, that's not going to happen. She'll be steady, but she can't do that. But she keeps proving me wrong. And, and one of the things, you know, kind of funny is in the preseason, I, I, I talked to her about keep proving me wrong. You know, keep earning things, and she does every single day. And tonight she was big time for us, handling the ball, uh, handling it late when they were trying to press, and uh, keep getting to the free throw line and knocking them down. Well, I thought that you guys did a really good job of messing this game up and making it dirty, making it slow. And Bethel really had a hard time at settling in on offense, and really they didn't run the offense a ton through Abby Schmidt down in the post. You forced them to settle into some bad shots, and I know that was kind of your defensive plan, but I thought it really worked out well that you forced this team into a, turn, a ton of turnovers, and they just could never really get set, and that's the way you guys like to play. And so I think it, that tempo really played into your favor tonight. Yeah, we didn't do as much trapping as we typically do I, I really felt like we could kind of wear them down a little bit by by picking them just full court and and I, I you know I got confidence in, in uh Ganaja and, and uh, Brittany Jarvis um that we'll get stills through through them because they've just been playing a really good defense I mean just solid I you know uh Ganaja up church has been outstanding defensively since she's been in the starting lineup it's taken some of her scoring away, but at the same time, you know, what we gain defensively, it's a positive for us. The last couple of high school games that we've covered, they have been very physical games. And for both of the McPherson High teams, they don't really get a great advantage when it's a physical and loosely called game. But I feel like with your team, 
they do have an advantage when it's a little looser because you guys like to play defense. You like to be in your face, and it allows Brittany Roberts to play a little tougher defense as well. And I felt like the way this game was with Bethel tonight, I felt like it was perfectly in your favor. Physical game, and you don't get some calls on your offensive end, but it felt like it really allowed you to play hard and harder than maybe you can even play sometimes on the defensive end. Yeah, we talk about toughness all the time, and tough teams win. That's mental and physical. Um, you know, you got to be tough enough to take the blow physically, and then you got to be tough enough just to jog down the other end and uh, just go get a rebound, and get a stop for us. And uh, you know. You know, we like those physical grind amount games as much as I want to score points. You know, I, I also like the uh, type of games where it's 51, 49 in overtime like we had earlier this year. I mean, that's, you know, when I was a youngster, that was, that was the way I wanted games to be like. You just grind, grind, grind. But as I've gotten a little older, those things uh, wear on me and it won't cause as much gray hair. Well, you've now reached the winter break and you go in with a 9-6 and six record overall. 5-4 and four record in the KCAC with some really nice wins in that first half. You beat a really good Sterling team that at the time was undefeated. A nice win over Tabor. And then a couple of games early on that I know you wish you could have back and you'll have your chance to go back through the other side of the conference and try it again in different venues. But your first half takeaways from the beginning of this season going into your winter break. You know, really proud of our effort. Obviously, yeah, there's a couple of games we'd like to get back, you know, but that's that's what we're trying to do is, is get that consistency where we we don't have those uh, valleys you know we climb that mountaintop and we can look down and, and see what we've see what we've done and then keep climbing even further you know so you know I, I'm really proud of them um, kind of you know, we, we, we took a couple tough ones after the stir after the um, Tabor game and, and it could have went either way we could have tanked it right then and and had a fight out of a hole or we could battle like we have been and uh, you know, we come back from break and we got to finish off that first round. And out of the gate, we got K Dub at home and then Avila and then finish up with Ottawa. So all three of those are very important. And then, you know, K Dub and uh, Avila may be ranked by the time we get to those games. So it's, it's going to be a, a grinder out. So. What do you think this team did best in the first half of the season? You know, defensively, I, I just think we're playing really, you know, this is probably. Um, as, as a head coach, you know, this is my fifth team. This might be my best half-court defensive team where we really execute games plans in the half-court really well. And uh, I'm really proud of them for that. You know, obviously we got to pick up some scoring other places, but, you know, Brittany Jarvis and uh, Ellie Gillen, they're, you know, they're going to knock down threes uh, for us, and they continue to get better and better as the season's worn on and as we get more comfortable. Um, and then, you know, just everyone kind of f- figuring out their role, too, and accepting it. Uh, that's been a big thing, big thing for us as well. What's the schedule look like here for the winter break? When do you come back? I know you get back into action on the 4th of January. Yeah, I told the team in the, in the locker room is, you know, this is – I've been part of basketball for 30-plus years, and this is the longest break I've ever – uh, been a part of. Uh, it's a it's a little bothersome for me. Uh, you know, Too much we'll, time on your hands. Yes, yeah. We're off until um, December 27th. We come back and practice that night, and then um, have a couple two a days, things like that, and then we'll get back to the grind. And then we got you know we open up, I believe, on the on the second. Uh, the K K Dub. It might That's be the fourth. fourth. Yeah, the fourth with K Dub at home, and so we got a little bit of time when we get back to kind of get ourselves back in shape. But you know, hopefully. You know, they go back at home and, uh, you know, shoot, start shooting someone's driveway that they don't know or something like that. So get a little runs in and things like that so they can come back and uh, still be sharp. Well, nice win tonight and enjoy the break. Thank you. That was McPherson College women's basketball coach Josh Nichols as the Bulldogs beat Bethel on Wednesday night. We'll take one more break and then we'll hear from Bulldog men's basketball coach T.J. Eskildson. This is the McPherson College Coaches Show. We'll now hear from McPherson College men's basketball coach T.J. Eskildson after Wednesday night's loss at Bethel. 
Well, obviously not the way you wanted to end conference play here before you get to the break. That was a tough loss tonight against Bethel on the road and a team that has been really good at scoring so far this season and scoring in a lot of different ways. What was it about them tonight that you thought what made them the most effective and, and gave them the most opportunities to score tonight? Well, I thought early, as crazy as this is going to sound, I thought early in the first half we missed a lot of shots, a lot of, a lot of pretty good shots too. And I told our guys at halftime, I'm like, guys, you shoot 24% and a half. You put a lot of pressure on yourself to have to defend on the other end. It just gets it's, – it's, it's hard to defend for 20 minutes when you can't put the ball in the hole on the other side. And you just put a lot of pressure on yourself. Um, I felt like we defended pretty well in the first half until, until about – 15 minutes in and then we just couldn't score on that end so they just got they, and then they leaked out in transition a few times and um, they're a good team they're they're in the top 25 for a reason well you play back-to-back games in conference play against teams that are scoring a lot of points this season and winning a lot of games this season yeah. and in both games both teams got into the 80s into the upper 80s there yeah. defensively for that four-game winning streak I thought that your guys had been really locked in yeah. what are some of the differences that you've seen besides just the talent being very good on the other side yeah I think and I think both Bethel and Oklahoma was on the game before they play at a faster pace than some of those teams that we had played before um, and we just we 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 haven't been tough enough physically and mentally to, to withstand when they make a run at us. Um, and we just got, we just got to get tougher. Um, and we'll get there. We just, we just got to get tougher. Well, Luwal has been a guy that has played really tough the last couple of games, 24 in back-to-back games, a career high in both yeah. of them. And not only that, he's been fighting underneath, been getting some rebounds and being able to get to the basket. Early on, it felt like he was settling for some shots 10, 8 feet out. But right now, he's doing a great job of getting to the basket, getting to the foul line and converting there. I feel yeah. like he's playing his best basketball in the last two years. No doubt. If he can continue doing what he's doing right now, we're going we're gonna to be okay as a team. Um, and he's – I feel like he's starting to turn the corner and he's starting to get that confidence in himself that he can do that on a nightly basis. And um, I think I think if he can get to that level where he can he can do that on a nightly basis, we're going we're gonna to be tough. Well, as you look at now nine games through this KCAC schedule and you'll play a couple more once you get to January and then it turns back over, what are some of the things that you've taken away from this first half of the run through the conference and, and some things to improve on once you get into the second half? Uh, I think that the conference just from top to bottom is just really good. I mean, there's no night out where you're not going to be in a battle um, and you've just you've got to be ready to play every 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 night out. Um, I think I think a big key for us is uh, we should, again we need to start making shots. We're 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 just missing so we're missing free throws, um, especially our kind of our bugaboo lately has been missing free throws early early in the first half, and uh, we've got to make free throws. And we've got to make open shots, and I feel like if we can get start getting some shots falling, we'll start feeling good about ourselves, and things will start. We'll, we'll get back on that winning right. We're we're gonna be fine. I mean, we just we just got to get through. There are ups and downs of the year, and we've got to bounce back from this down the last two games. Well, a couple games left before you guys will settle into the winter break and a trip to Arizona. How did this trip get designed to go play against Benedictine in, in Arizona as well as Park? How did, how did this come about and, and deciding to make this trip down there? Yeah, so we, we've been trying to go on a trip every two years. Um, and obviously with Luol, we knew we were going to have Luol and Dorian as seniors this year. And Coach Swartzendruber kind of set it up before he left um, that we were going to go down to Arizona and play those two games. And I think it's going to be it's going to be a great opportunity for those guys to have their family see them play in person. Um, and, and I'm excited for them to get that opportunity. So um, and it's going to be great for us as a group. 
I told our guys there, we, we need to take this as an opportunity to get better while we're down there, while, while also getting getting to spend time together. For We're going to be together for six days down there. So it'll, it'll be a great team bonding experience and, and a great opportunity for us as a team to take a step forward. Won a couple of frustrating games for this team as well, the last two, and a chance to, I won't say the word relax and, and go put your feet up by the pool, but maybe a chance to get away from home for a little bit, get yeah. on the road, and, and change your environment. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And that's I think it's going to be a great opportunity for our guys just to we'll, we'll play some people we've never played before, and that's always fun, playing some people you've never played before. Um, Benedictine and Park are both going to be pretty talented, so uh, we're going to have to be ready to play, And but it, it'll be it'll be a great experience for us to hopefully take a step forward as a team and kind of propel us into that second semester and hopefully make a real little run in the conference. All right, thanks, Coach. Yeah, thank you. We'll take one more break on our McPherson College Coaches Show after hearing from Bulldog men's basketball coach T.J. Askelson. One more break. You're listening here at 96.7 FM KBBE. Wrapping up tonight's McPherson College Coaches Show, the final McPherson College Coaches Show of the month of December and the year of 2019. Steve, we've been going here for three months and talking with these Bulldog coaches. Four months, I don't know. The math is hard. Yeah. But... A really fun fall and beginning of the winter for all these programs as they get ready for the holiday break, and finals will be over here pretty soon. Yeah, and, you know, it, it was we had some new coaches this year to talk with, uh, guys that we've kind of gotten to know. Coach Fiscus, a new coach. Co- coach Cahill, a new coach. Uh, coach Clay was a new coach. Um, so we got to know those. We got to talk to some really terrific student athletes uh, this fall. Uh, didn't get – we could have had maybe a few more, maybe if we if possible. It'd been nice to have a few more because I really like hearing their stories, how they end up at McPherson College, and you know when the kids come from California, you like to know the story or Texas. Why would you come to, you know, McPherson, Kansas, population thirteen thousand? If you come from a big city in California, but some of the stories are really interesting and just a lot of good people. So the next couple of weeks for us, Steve, we won't be having a coach's show again until probably January and, and, and the early part of January since, well, nothing's going on. That's right. And the Bulldog men's basketball team, they'll be playing a couple of games this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, at Benedictine Mesa in Arizona, as well as taking on Park University of Arizona. And so, Benedictine Mesa, a very good basketball team. 8-3, uh, and three, I saw uh, their most recent record. I think they've played since then. I believe Park was three and seven the last time I looked, but they've probably played some games since then. So I think if you're the Bulldogs, a one and one trip probably wouldn't be too bad. You'd love to go two and oh. You just don't want to go oh and two. I'm sure the weather is a little bit better. I think it'll probably be in Arizona right now. I'd take my clubs. Yeah, you could play a little Arizona golf. Oh yeah. That's what I I told Coach Askelson to Coach Nichols. I said, guys, I'm I'm pretty upset that you didn't invite us to go. Steve would have loved the golf weather down there. Oh, yeah. Dry heat. Oh, I love dry heat. Would have been great. Yeah. But that's okay. I guess you and I can sit back and put our feet up for a couple days. Yeah, put both feet on the gas. That's right. Put them both down and (laughs) hammer it home. All right, Steve, wrapping up our McPherson College Coaches Show. We'll talk to you in 2020. The McPherson College Coaches Show is brought to you by JAR Performance Automotive, Alliance Agency, Next Tech Wireless and Cheatham Construction. Thanks for listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show. You can listen to the show at our podcast page at soundcloud.com slash KBBE Sports or watch the video of all the interviews at macbulldogs.com.